Hey guys, um, we recorded, we're recording the Improperty Con- uh, Podcast. Uh, it is 11.07 uh, at night. Uh, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Joey's here with me. Hopefully, uh, we're joined by uh, Mr. Keys very shortly because uh, He's a very knowledgeable Boston uh, Celtic fan, and would honestly like to get his thoughts on this. It looks like the uh, the Western and the, and the Eastern Conference Finals are not going to be as compelling as the other previous rounds were going to be. It looks like we're on our way to two straight sweeps, uh, Joey. Uh, which one do you feel like is more is more disappointing? Disappointing wise, yeah. Oh man, that's personally, I would say the Lakers, but analytically, statistically, Boston has been a dumpster in these Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, yeah, definitely think that. Man, it's just this is just a really rough situation because you go back and look at you look at all four of these teams. These are all four good teams. It just this shows you the gap between a great team and just a good team. I feel like I feel like watching Denver the last three games. Like Denver is a great team. LA, let's see. LA started two and ten. They had to fight the way to get in. Their roster just started looking normal. I mean, they, they made a big transfer at the trade deadline. Which is the reason why they're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be here without yeah. that action. Completely agree. It's not like the Lakers had a cakewalk to get there. Like, well, I guess you could say like Memphis, they're dealing with their own internal situations. <laughs> but Golden State, they're like, they still have two of the best shooters ever. Like, you have to handle business to get past them. But Denver has looked like they haven't had to, like, like get pushed to the to their brink, you know? Yeah, I, I expected more fight from both sides, from both teams. Uh honestly once you get to the, the Western Conference Finals but you know this might just be the gap between good and great teams right now is what you're saying yeah but it's weird it's like there were so many like tight series and it's usually like the opposite when it comes to the end of the, the playoffs yeah it's true like, I mean, like usually like first round second round like teams can handle the business and it's it's almost like is there is there not enough like great teams constructed at the moment where I've been watching Denver 
been working in Denver the last couple of years, been able to catch a couple of games. Like I could see they're constructing a great team. And this might be like the fruit of their labor while other teams are either not there yet or on the on the decline. I'm trying to find out the right words to say in this situation, but uh, it's always disappointing when you see elite players kind of find themselves in a situation that both LA and Boston find themselves in, where it's just like, no matter how good you are, you're probably going home. Yeah. I mean, there. I'm sure 90% of media and fans wanted that LA-Boston matchup in the finals. But you, you're not going to get it. But Denver and Miami, like, those teams have dogs. Like, they're not going to just roll over, like, you know? Yeah, let's start with, like, that... <laughs> Boston Celtics game we just watched. If you're uh, Boston's coach, what do you say to your team in the locker room between now and Game Four? I think I think there's two different messages. I think there's like that kind of like don't give up message to the team. And then I think there's a separate message with Tatum and Brown that has to do with kind of stardom, legacy, like mm-hmm. captain, like like what are you guys contributing that we don't blow it up, that we don't like why are you guys the all-stars that people are saying you are? Yeah, what does it, you know? What does that say about the East? What does that say? I don't. There's a lot of questions. Uh, I don't want to get into super negative stuff because I just don't think super negative stuff is interesting at this point. Because it's it's so easy to just be negative. <laughs> Let's rewind the clock back to Saturday night. Uh, is anybody gonna be able to stop Joker? Yeah. Who? Jamal Murray just keeps making shots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had a bad game Saturday, but I just feel like if he no, got hot, he could have had anything he wanted in the room. No, like the fact that like Twitter and everything is like emphasizing Mo Bamba coming back. Yeah. That's like they already lost, you know? Denver had an eight-man rotation that game. And, and, like, Braun didn't score. So, really, there's seven players that contributed. And they all showed up. And and that's the thing. Like, people, like, you're like, oh, you have home court advantage. That's the time for your role players to step up. But Denver's, quote-unquote, role players are all veterans. They've all been there. And that matters got, a lot too. Yeah. So you got Gordon. He's been there for he, like he's he's been in Denver for a while. He's been in the league for a while. Porter Jr. like he, he's not been there for a while, but he's he's a up and coming star. You can see it. 
Yeah, you Caldwell, definitely see that. Yeah. Like K- KCP, he was with the Lakers, so he's not scared of staple or the crib. Jeff Green, he he's the grandpa on the team, but <laughs> but still contributing, you know. Yeah. And Bruce Brown, he's doing his like they have a great rotation. I mean, it says a lot about says a lot about the coaching and the staff, frankly. You know that this far, this deep into the season, that you're getting you're getting this level of performance out of your players. Yeah. I've heard a lot of stories about his coach, like like, like a, a lot of interviews and everything. I think he's kind of emphasizing the underdog role a little too much, but it's it's kind of warranted with the attention of L.A. and Denver in basketball. You know, we were hoping to have uh, uh, Mr. Keys on. Uh, I think he's. He got a uh, he got caught up with some prior commitments. Um, if you're Boston, you got to come down to Miami and play another game. If the game is going south, at what point would you pull your players and just say, "Hey, you guys got it"? If it's going south, like at what point? How far down south does it have to go for them to pull the plug? Well, like my game plan going into game four would be Tatum and Brown. So if it's going south, it would be a quick pull, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to live by my guys. I'm going to die by my guys. If they can't, if like if they're getting blown out end of the half, like... Let me see what you have in the third quarter, and then, then it's just let the clock run, you know. Yeah. And that's almost the same with. I know, I know, it's different because it's home game with LeBron and AD. D'Angelo Russell has been so sporadic; it's ridiculous. Yet yeah, through all over here, they are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if you had to pick one team to make it a five like a gentleman sweep, who would it be? Adam Silver was sitting in this house somewhere going, How am I gonna market this series? The Western Conference series. I'm gonna market this to to the American consumer. No, like I, I can, I can see, like, uh, I mean, if LA loses, how do you get the West Coast? If Miami's in, how do you get the whole Northeast? <laughs> like, like, do they care? Like, are they basketball fans or are they team fans? You know, I think, I think. Like, just straight up basketball fans would enjoy Miami, Denver, but it's is that kind of like a Toronto, Golden State without KD type? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Is that a bubble situation? And, and that's it's like you hear fans. It's like people don't want the same teams over and over. I'm I'm just like referencing like college football. Like yeah. But when it's someone new, you're like, duh, why are they here? <laughs> this has been a weird weekend for basketball, for men's basketball. The women's have picked up, uh, started the season this week. Shout out to my Mystics, they're one on one. Is it is this opening weekend? I saw, I saw one team was playing for like a, some type of cup. Do you know what that was in talking about? Commissioner's Cup? What is that? Uh, yeah. What is that involved? yeah, they're talking about that's what the WNBA is doing right now. Uh, Commissioner's doing, Cup is that like a early like a yeah, early season the, tournament? The, yeah, it's the because the I think the Mystics might be out because they beat uh they beat yeah, the, the the Suns beat them. Yeah, Suns beat them last night, and then they beat uh, New York. Uh, the big three, the big three New York team, their first game, they beat them. Well, I don't know. It says on Tuesday, Sun and Mystics are playing for the Commissioner's Cup. But there's a lot of teams. Is that just like an early season, or what is Commissioner's Cup? Can you go Google I'm that? I'm googling it right now. I'm googling right now. It's the in-season competition, starting the regular season. And continues throughout the first half of the season. So this is not just a one-week thing. This is going to be like, it's going to be going on for the first half of the season. That's that's crazy. Uh, the finals played between the top teams from the Eastern West and the Western Conference. A total of 60 regular season contests involving all 12 teams count towards the cup. So this has been going on for about three years. Okay. The most recent champion was the well, of course, the Las Vegas Aces. That fucking team was stacked. So, so it's like the greatest regular season team? Yeah, I guess. So, okay. here's the format. All right, I'm going to read the format to you. All right. All right. The Commissioner's Cup consists of regular season games, 10 games per team, designated count towards cup play. The team from each conference with the top record in the designated cup game will then compete for the Commissioner's Cup title in a specific a special prize pool. Ah. Hmm. You know, we talk about salaries all the time. Dan Ryan being there bust my ass when I'm trying if I get an extra five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's almost like uh who wants overtime. <laughs> cup games are the first home game and first row game each team plays against its five conference rivals the cup brings back the eastern western conference rivalry the WNBA used in this playoff tournament until the 2015 uh, WNBA playoffs oh man so it's not even like in that's not even all star like affiliated no, so here's the here's the compensation. Total compensation tops out at five hundred thousand dollars, with the winning team making around thirty thousand dollars per player, and the game's MVP taking on an additional five thousand dollars. On the losing team side, each player will earn ten thousand dollars each. 
I, I get that. It's kind of like, hey, make the make your division games matter. Yeah. Is what I'm taking away from that. Mm-hmm. Make them matter. If you win it, here goes here goes uh, a nice little down payment on something. What was so, your yeah. takeaway on the uh, the opposing coach? Talk about the Brittany Griner game coming back like it wasn't a sold out arena. Okay, so it wasn't a sold out arena. Okay, it don't mean it still wasn't like a big uh, deal. You know what I'm saying? It still like, wasn't like uh, uh, yeah, like that's still impactful. She's yeah. home. Like what? What do you want? People just hating, man. People just hating. Or people, think, yeah, people, people just want to be a headline. They look. It's an like it's an opposing coach to be like, oh, she's home. Why aren't we selling out the arena? Like, give it time. Like you can clearly see, women's collegiate ball is picking up pace. Like. Women's football is picking up pace too. I think the other part, the other part of it is, this kind of goes back down to my issues with with ESPN. Look, I'm gonna say this. I love you, ESPN. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching you since I was a little boy. You taught me a lot. However, come if, if you want our show, let us. <laughs> we'll lease it out like Pat McAfee. Uh However, comma. <laughs> The issue I have with the WNBA, not the WNBA, Lord have mercy. The issue I have with ESPN is unless you're football or basketball, they don't do a good job of marketing you or talking about you. You know, it's always a side, you know what I'm saying? You're treated as a side piece. You know, you go back to like the glory days of ESPN, like the 90s, they would have NASCAR shows, you know what I'm saying? And they would have baseball shows and you know what I'm saying where they were breaking down highlights and all the rest of that stuff now it's just like it's basketball or football and everything else just you know well I'm, I'm even like thinking about like when I was like like going to school and everything like like middle school waiting for the bus I would always watch ESPN and like the top 10 and all that and like it would have to be something crazy for something other than like football, basketball, baseball to be in the top 10. And like, like they're not gonna promote anything, but I think they're doing a good job now, maybe like social media wise to, to talk about WNBA, but they're not really, but they're not promoting the game. They're promoting the crowd almost for WNBA it's like hey this person came to see the game mm-hmm. it's like alright well the whole top 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 bleachers were just empty like let's figure that out I, I think I think all that's BS I mean look you have to you know you have to market it the right way it has to be on everything and then I, don't get me started I just these these organizations giving lip service to level and third level sports and then not doing anything to promote them is just bullshit and I hate it I really do hate it and like honestly like 
the WNBA, they need to promote, like, like it's, it's, it's shitty to say, but they need to promote to other women to go promote, like, watch their game. Because a lot of guys, they suck. You know, like, like you know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they think it's a lesser product. They think it's slower, boring. But if, if the WNBA could, pr- like, promote to, like, like, to, like, my daughter or, like, just, like, a younger generation of women to go see the games. Mm. Like, hey, make your dad buy the ticket. It, <laughs> like, he'll, he'll be fine. Like, I don't know who they're promoting to. You can't promote it to just like a general population of ESPN. Are you talking about the, the, the sports news? Yeah. Because this might be the warmest weather NHL finals ever. So, Mizzou's at the stand right now. Uh, he takes all the blame for third, the game three loss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Magic says, "I I feel like I'm piling on like Boston. I'm I'm sorry, Boston. I'm not I'm not trying to pile you guys on. It just I am. You guys just happen to be the team, the second team to play this weekend. Uh, no, they, says, they they put Paul Pierce in a wheelchair. Let him hear it. my 44 years of being associated with the NBA, I never thought I'd see a Boston Celtics team, a franchise with 17 championships quit. I know Celtics fans around the world must be uh, disgusted and uh, devastated. The uh, Miami Heat blew them 128 to 102 out in game three. I always like how Magic Johnson's tweets, <laughs> he'll say something and then he'll state the exact obvious statement underneath. <laughs> well hopefully wait so what is magic talking about the east for magic ain't got nothing cause magic ain't got nothing going on right now man. he you know yeah he's not watching no boxing or nothing <laughs> no yeah let me just give a shout out to to the NHL go ahead have at it look I will let you hear. Here's your part. Take it. Florida Panthers, they're up 2-0. Las Vegas Knight, Golden Knights, they're up 2-0. Which is a big emphasis on anyone who might be listening, interested in hockey. You don't have to grow up in Boston or Minnesota to, to get involved in hockey. Like, find your local rink. Like a, a summer town, if you're if you're not a football guy, like try something new. That's awesome to hear. Vegas, an expansion team. I know they're trying to find other expansion teams to crack in. They were in there. I've oh, watched they crack a, in. They I, didn't make it. I've watched a lot of playoff hockey. If you have nothing, like no idea about hockey watch a game you will learn the rules quickly and kind of understand 
and then there's just so much excitement and then you can just see fights <laughs> like I know they're trying to take it out of hockey but they ne- they never will because like it's such a enforcing intricate part of the game and like a respect level it's awesome to see uh, I just think it's wild that we're, you know, like like I said in the previous episode, I'm always impressed by the hockey playoffs. I uh, when I was living in uh, in Everett, Washington. I got a chance to experience like hockey playoff hockey ball, like, and this was no like protein. It was a it was a semi protein, and man, I was like, man, this is like, this is the shit. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh. So, so I'm living in Albuquerque. We have a, a a juniors team out here, and that's from ages 16 to 21. And it is so exciting to go watch those games because it's kind of like they have the skill. It's a little sloppy, but it's just it's so intense, you know. We're. Probably gonna be back here tomorrow. Because uh, there's some football things I want to talk about. There's yeah, some. Let's do, let's, do, let's do football on a Monday. <laughs> well, you know, we could always you can always talk football. Uh, are you? Wait, go ahead. before that, are you under the impression that it's gonna be a sweep and a sweep? I think it's gonna be a sweep and sweep. I think I think it's gonna be double rooms. Me too. Uh, I wonder. Hmm. You probably get a two-game parlay on that, can you? I think you probably you could. get. A, you could probably get a parlay where it's like Denver, think- Miami, and then Florida. The Florida Panthers and the Panthers. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Like the, they might. You know they don't give a shit as long as they take your money. <laughs> I I think if you did an NBA parlay for a sweep and a sweep, the odds would not be crazy good for you. I think it's expected. I, I just feel like both teams are like, you know, Man, I, that, would, that would be pretty cool if the Heat and the Panthers are going to to the playoffs. I didn't think we would get here like this, man. I thought we were gonna get a pretty entertaining. Uh, I thought we were gonna get a seven game, six seven game uh, Eastern Conference. The Western Conference, I felt like we were gonna get five, maybe six, but I didn't think we were gonna get a three zero. Right off the bat. No, like, I don't know. Who's the more disappointing duo? LeBron AD or Brown Tatum? I think Tatum and Brown had more expectations. 
LeBron and AD have a lot more, um, like, ingrained excuses, I guess you would call it. I mean, you could call it that. I wouldn't. No, I... I yeah. You I, could call it that, though. No, but, like, Tatum and Brown, it was kind of like, you guys are trying to peak... Like where is where where is their Everest? Like did they already reach it, or like is there another level? Because they've had another level for a while that they haven't reached. Assume another level. I, I guess another level. I don't. These things surprise me all the time. All right, so we'll be here this time tomorrow. Miami loses. Not Miami, but uh, after uh, the Lakers possibly lose. No, game six. All right, this is just this is a strange weekend. I don't know. All right, uh, so I'll see you in twenty four hours. Exactly. Yep. Um, Shout out Brooks Kapka. That's his first. That's his first. Uh, first win in a while, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. First one of those guys that had he had the he had the trajectory and then he just kind of fell off and you know he went off in the bushes and we could do a whole another episode on PGA versus live. I'm gonna put this up in the morning. Um. We'll be back here tomorrow. We'll record something else. I got a few ideas. I got a few questions to ask you in particular. Uh, one of them you might want to get ready for is uh, I want to ask you about Burrow's contract. Mm. That's that's coming now. He basically confirmed <laughs> it. Like it's coming. Oh. Uh, and I want to talk about the trade that the uh, the Browns made a couple weeks ago that we never got to. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a smart. I thought it was a smart trade. I thought it was good for all parties involved. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll think about those ones. I'll try to give you with uh, the best educated answer I can. And I'll uh, I'll try to think of some questions for you, big dog. Okay. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have a more entertaining game, and uh, hopefully, our. Uh... I, I I saw somewhere, ninety nine days until college football starts. Hopefully, it's time. we're not. Hopefully, we're not just like uh, just just bullshitting and scratching until then. Like I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about Harden tomorrow too ooh that's a good one 200 million dollars okay alright <laughs> oh, you're just, just gonna win the powerball <laughs> alright brother I will catch you tomorrow yep let's do it I will upload this in the morning cool from there. bye you guys I'll see you guys next time All right. like <laughs>